Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to episode 24 of MNN Sports Talk Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MN Sports Talk Pod and give us a like on Facebook. Just type in MNN Sports Talk Podcast up in the search bar, hit the like button, and you're all set. So today, I'm joined with my uncle Tony and my cousin Vinny. How are you guys doing today? I'm good, man. How's everything? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. You guys ready to talk some Yankees offseason baseball? Yes, sir. I'm ready. Yep. So the Yankees, we all know by now that they're coming off the ALCS loss to the Houston Astros. And the Astros ultimately lost to the Washington Nationals in seven games in the World Series. And, you know, I thought this was a great World Series. They it went seven games. It was a thriller in the last few games, especially that last game. And, you know, there's, a bit, there's been a big question mark as to why A.J. Hinch didn't put in Garrett Cole in game seven. And, you know, that might have cost them the game, might have cost them the World Series. And now, as we head into the 2019-2020 MLB offseason, Garrett Cole is going to be a free agent. <clears throat> yeah. No, it should be. I'm, I'm so glad they lost that World Series. You have no idea. Because I'm so sick of the <laughs> Astros beating the Yankees. So I was – it was such a – it was a great World Series. Really good. Like, every – the road team won every game, which is – it never happened before, so I, I like that. That was a great series. I yeah, that was believe- crazy to me with the the away team winning every game. Yeah, I couldn't believe he didn't bring in Cole in that game, man. He warmed them up like seventeen times. Yeah, I know. He never brought him in, so I mean, good. I'm glad he didn't, and I'm glad they lost. Yeah, I'm glad they lost too, especially not like you said they beat the Yankees. So I was I was really rooting for the Nationals hard this series, but it was a great series too. Any World Series that goes seven games is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, going talking more about that A.J. Hinch, Garrett Cole stuff, I saw something today that apparently it was Garrett Cole that took it upon himself to go and warm up. And then after talking and apparently agreeing with A.J. Hinch, they thought it was best to not put him in with the runner on or like they, I guess they wanted to wait until they had the lead or until a clean inning. All right, whatever. Either way, they lost. That yeah. was the main thing. So I'm glad. I'm just glad they lost. And I don't yes. even like the, the Nationals either, but – one or the other. I mean, you know, I'm not going to yeah. look for the team that beat my team. No, I agree. And, you know, still, that doesn't justify not putting Garrett Cole. And I think you still have to go with him. He's been the best pitcher in baseball this entire year. And, you know, the, the Nationals kind of did that, did the same thing, except they actually put in one of their better pitchers in Patrick Corbin. So, uh, I mean, the A.J. Hinch might be looking back and thinking, I wonder what, what would have what would have happened if I put in Garrett Cole, but, you know, nonetheless, they lost. The Nationals won their first World Series champion, uh, first World Series ring in their franchise history, and it comes after Harper saying in the press conference when he was introduced <laughs> with the Philadelphia Phillies of how he wants to bring a title back to D.C. Yeah. Now, that those memes were funny, like uh, it, mission accomplished. <laughs> you know? yep. yeah, I liked it. It was funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But let's talk some Yankees offseason moves. Let's talk about who they should target, if they should re-sign anybody that's on, that was on their roster this year, and kind of like the dark horse signings that we think are going to happen for this Yankees team or, or, what, or who we think that they should, uh, they should be. Okay. So, you know, I'm going to start off by just talking about some of the people that are on the roster now that I think that they should possibly re-sign. Um, and the first one I want to talk about is Didi Gregorius, you know, He's going to be a free agent heading into this offseason. And, you know, he's coming off kind of a 
I guess you want to say a poor season in a way. He was coming back from Tommy John surgery, and he never really seemed like he was 100% there when he first came back. He ended up having, you know, a, a decent season once he came back. But, you know, this, uh, this is going to be a very, very tricky move for the Yankees and, and to see what they want to do. But for me personally, you know, I'm willing to re-sign Didi, but on like maybe like a one-year qualifying offer type of deal. You know, he's a plus defender. Uh, a really great defender. He's, you know, he's uh, one of the best defensive shortstops in the game right now when he's healthy. And, you know, his bat is there when he's healthy and he puts the bat on ball. You know, he's he's a pretty good hitter. He's not one of the best hitting shortstops in the game, but, you know, he could hit the home run. He could hit for, uh, you know, get a lot of RBIs, hit running and score, hit with runners in scoring position, except when it's playoffs. And, you know, but I think the biggest thing right now is just his glove. But I would definitely do maybe like a one-year qualifying offer for him. He's going to reject that offer if they offer that to him. Um, I think uh, he's not going to take a one-year deal. Um, you don't think so? No, no, I don't think so. I, I mean, I'd be surprised if he took it, but I think he's going to probably want, you know, three, four years. He, he's clutch, man. Like, to say he – nobody hit in the ALCS. If the Yankees got, like, two or three more hits overall in that series, they, they could have won that series in five games. And instead of losing in six. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just Didi. Judge didn't hit. Stanton didn't even show up. Yep. Uh, Encarnacion didn't hit. Nobody hit. In, with running, and, Sanchez. And this is Sanchez. Yeah, none of them hit. So you can't put it squarely on Didi. Cause that's not oh, yeah, absolutely. I was just, I was just kind of just saying that because that's who we were talking about. But, yeah, nobody showed up in the ALCS other than LeMahieu. And if you remember, and to say Didi's not clutch is not fair because remember in the wild card game when Severino got lit up, he came back and got them right back in the game with the three run home run against the yeah. Twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I never right. said he wasn't clutch. All right, no, I just I, I don't know. Like nobody hit in that series. That's that's what killed them. It wasn't even the pitching. It was mm-hmm. they didn't hit. No, I agree. What were you gonna say, Vin? No, I was saying based on like what you said. Like me personally, I love Didi. But I feel like considering like the class that the free agent class coming up, they're all there's a bunch of really great like shortstops out there too. So I feel like I love Didi. I would hate to see him go, but there's also guys like Lindor who's, you know, out there, which I mean I see he might be going to the Dodgers, but he's another guy too. He's a like a power hitting switch hitter too also. So and he has a good glove. So I love Didi, but there's other good guys out there too. If so, if they don't re-sign Didi, I, I don't feel like it would be the end of the world. But mm-hmm. and you know, too, like I think the only options that the Yankees have, at least to me, is they have three options when it comes to shortstop. They either re-sign Didi to however long or however much money it is. They let him walk, and then they just move um, Glaber, Glaber Torres over to shortstop, which is his natural position. And then you could have uh, DJ play second base. Or you go out and trade for Lindor and have him be your shortstop. You you keep um, Torres at second, and then Lemayhu could kind of be your utility man who plays every day. Um, my only problem with getting Lindor, and don't get me wrong, he's a great player. He's one of the best shortstops in baseball right now. But you know he's going to demand a lot of money once he hits free agency because the Yankees are going to have to acquire him <laughs> via trade. So you're going to have to give up, a, you know, some good pieces, whether it's prospects, players that are on the Yankees roster right now. But regardless, you're going to have to give up a lot to get him. And then when he does hit free agency, he's going to require a lot, a lot of money. And to be quite honest with you, the Yankees offense hasn't been the problem when it comes to the postseason for the most part. Yeah, the Yankees didn't hit with runners in scoring position in this ALCS. And that was the main issue. It wasn't really the pitching. But 
you know, I think if the Yankees are going to spend a bunch of money, you have to put it towards the pitching right now. Because me personally, I don't think the offense is the problem for the most part. Obviously, you know, like I said, with the runners in scoring position, but the offense isn't the problem here. So when you, for me personally, I'd rather put the money towards the pitching. And then also if Didi is going to be the cheaper option between him and or uh, Lindor, I'm going to, I think I'd go lean a little bit more towards Didi. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why the, the Indians want to trade Lindor. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, they, you know, they didn't make the playoffs this year, but I, do you really think the Twins are going to win 101 games again, you know, next year? Like, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I think they could totally win that division. I, I don't understand why they want to get rid of him, but I know I read that too, that maybe he might get shipped out to LA or whatever, but I, I, I would keep him if I was, I don't, I don't understand the, why they want to get rid of him so much. Yeah, But if, if you look at the Indians, Every, ever since they made the World Series, it just seems like year year after year, they just get a little bit more, like a little bit worse and worse as the years progress. So maybe they just look at it as like, you know, the Yankees are going to be great. The Rays are still going to be good. Who's What's to say the Red Sox aren't going to be able to turn it around and have a, a season that they had a few years ago. The Twins look like they're getting better. You know, Houston's still going to be there and the A's are still good. So maybe they're looking at it as like, you know, we haven't been, we've been getting worse and worse as the years go on. Let's ship him out, get a lot of good pieces. You got a lot of good young pieces in return and, and start to rebuild a little bit early. Right. Maybe they kind of look at it like that. Yeah, that's a good point. But, you know, I agree with you, though. You know, Lindor is one of the best shortstops in the game, so why would you want to give him up? But if you're looking at it from that perspective, I guess it kind of makes a little bit of sense. But yeah. who, know, who's, who knows what they're thinking? You know, baseball You know, baseball GMs are so weird. You know, like, they, they, they're so quick to blow things up and – it, I don't know. It's just weird to me. But I, I personally, if I'm the Indians, I don't trade them. Right. They're so quick to get rid of all these GMs. They're so fast to get rid of, like, you know, the face of their teams, too. Like, Lindor has to be the face of the Indians. Yeah. And if they're willing to get rid of them, I, I find that crazy. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But uh, so what do you what do you think, Vin, about the DD situation? You you willing to resign him or are you letting him walk? I mean, I after, like, hearing you say, like, you know, like, if, if that's a cheap – like, because I totally agree with the pitching. I, I was very, like, mad about the whole offseason, like, them not signing any pitching. So, personally, I agree with you on that, that I think if they're going to blow a lot of money, it has to be on a starting pitcher and a starting pitcher who is, like, you know, like an ace of their team. And it has to be someone good. So, like, I feel like there's no issues with their lineup. I feel like their defense is clean, their offense, all of them hit. So there's no really holes in the offense, but the only thing they're missing is pitching. So if they if the cheaper way is to go with signing Didi, then I would be okay with that too. I mean, I would love Lindor also, and just because I I love watching him play, I think he's fantastic. But I'm also with you on the pitching. So I feel like re-signing Didi's cheaper. I'm gonna have to go with that. Mm-hmm. And you know, too, we didn't even put this. We didn't even bring this up. Let's just say the Yankees get Lindor, and then they have to sign him to this massive contract. You know, they already have a massive contract on their books right now with Stanton. If they if they also sign Lindor to crazy money, you know, there has to be an odd man out moving forward. And, in, 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 you know, in a couple of years from now, you know, Judge is not making crazy money. LeMahieu is not really making a lot of money right now. And I would have to assume that they're going to want to lock him up long term. As much as I know you don't like him, Tony, but as much as you don't like Gary Sanchez, he's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, so he's no. going to need a lot of money. Right. You, you know, so eventually, you know, you're going to have to start paying a lot of your offensive guys. So instead of getting so having to put so much money in a Lindor and, and Stanton right now, 
for me, I put that money when you have it now into the starting pitching. So when mm-hmm. you have to pay your judges, your Sanchez's, extend LeMahieu, you know, you're not super locked up financially. Mm-hmm. Well, they only have um, LeMahieu uh, signed through 2020. That's it. They only gave him a two-year deal. So he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year, uh, at the end of 2020. Yeah, and I would have to assume that they're going to want to lock him up before you know next season comes to a close. Right. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what were you going to say? Nothing. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. But um, another guy that I think that the Yankees should re-sign is um, Brett Gardner. And I think that has to be a <laughs> no-brainer because we all know that Hicks is going to be out for, you know, pretty much I would have to assume – at least at a minimum, half the season next year for the Yankees. You know, he's coming off Tommy John surgery that I think he had this past week. Um, But Gardy, you know, he's still a very, very good defender. He's 36 years old. He's coming off his best power season in his entire career where he hit 28 home runs and 74 RBIs. Um, But, you know, I think he's a great leadership guy. He's a good vet to have in the locker room. And he could play center field until – Hicks comes back because, you know, Hicks is here for another six years. So he's he'll be on the roster regardless. So um, I'd only give Gardy maybe a one to two year deal max. And when and for the two year deal, the second year would have to be like a club option, in my opinion. And then in the meantime, you could have Talkman or Frazier play left field if you don't want to have Stanton out there because, you know, he's a defensive twenty seven million dollar defensive liability. (laughs) I agree 100 percent. I, you can't think of Hicks until, like, at least, like, August, you know? Yeah, so kind of like when Didi came back. Exactly, yeah. No, no-brainer. I, I agree 100% with what you said. One year, maybe a club option for the second, and and that's it. And he'll probably play, like, a lot like he did this year. Yeah, exactly. And then what do you think yep. about left field? Same thing you said, like, Talkman, um, Frazier, I guess Stanton, um, you know, um, uh, what's his name is also um, Maven is a free agent, so maybe they can they can get him on like a a friendly deal to be That's like right. that fourth or fifth option, you know, defensive line, you know, whatever. Um, but Guardy, no brainer, no brainer. Yeah, definitely, I agree. I like what you said too, Mark, about like having the vet in the locker room also. Like, I feel like Gardner is, like, he's a definition of, like, that guy who shows, like, you know, leadership, and he's, like, the oldest one. So, I feel like keeping him around for another year or two would definitely benefit them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And especially with CeCe now leaving, you know, you're not going to have that vet presence as much as you had last year. And plus, Brett Gardner's the only guy now from the 2009 World Series championship team. Yeah, it's crazy. That's right. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Um. And, you know, I, there's two more guys that I that I wouldn't mind having back if I'm the Yankees. One of them, we'll start with Dellen Patances. You know, he's coming off a very injury-plagued season. Um, and we all know he only – I'm pretty sure he only appeared in one game, and that's when he ended up partially tearing his Achilles because yep. he thought that there was three outs, so he jumped off yep. the mound in excitement. He threw eight pitches the whole year for the Yankees. Yep. But, you know, when he is healthy and his stuff is on, he's one of the best relievers in the game. You know, he strikes out a ton of batters – um, year in and year out. And, you know, I wouldn't mind giving him maybe like a – I don't know if he's going to want a long-term deal, especially he's coming off a very devastating season, a very devastating injury too. You know, if I'm the Yankees, I look to sign him to like a one-year, maybe two-year deal, maybe more so one year just to see if he could prove himself that he's still this great pitcher after having a, such an injury-plagued year. But if another team is willing to go, you know, give him like this max contract, 
then I, I I wouldn't match that. But if he's willing to to you know having having a kind of prove himself year, I wouldn't mind having him back from the Yankees. I agree a hundred percent. I wouldn't even. I think your dad was saying give him like two years at like thirteen million a year or three years. I'm like, dude, what are you crazy? I <laughs> I I would do the same thing as you. I give him one year. Maybe again, like like Guardy, club option for the you know if you pitch this many innings, you would it would automatically trigger you know your second year type of deal. I would yeah. not give him a long term deal. And I agree with you. If someone the Phillies or whatever, they're gonna like, hey, we'll give you four years. Bye. Easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree completely too. I feel, I feel like Patances, he's that relieving pitcher. He he throws ninety five plus. He throws gas, and his curveball is you know falls right off the table. It's basically unhittable. So I feel like he's a guy that, you know, give him, like you said, another chance, maybe a year or two to prove himself. And if not, like the other team gives him off, and then fine, he could go. But I feel like he's he's good, and I wouldn't mind keeping him for another year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, you know, finally, the last Yankee or former Yankee that I think the Yankees should explore trying to re-sign is Aroldis Chapman. You know, he's been the Yankees' closer for a few years now. We all know that he was a big part of getting Labor Torres over here for, from the Cubs. Um, uh, Chapman, I, I'm not sure if he opted out yet or if he's still deciding. He has an opt-out after this season. And, you know, either way, if he does opt out from the Yankees, I think you have to try to re-sign him to, you know, to a long-term deal. But if he's going to want a ton, a ton of boatload of money, then again, you know, I'm not. If I'm the Yankees, I'm not willing to, uh, to to play with that. If he wants to come back and on a long term deal, but let the money work, I'm so for it having him come back. But if he's looking for a ton, a ton of money and being one of the highest paid relievers in baseball, then I'll let him walk because the Yankees have plenty of closers on this team. They have Britton who could close. They have Ottavino. You know, I know he struggled in the postseason, but he could he could be the setup man to Britton. And if the Yankees do decide to let Chapman go, then I think that they have to make it a priority to keep Batances. Um, I think losing both would, would definitely hurt this bullpen and hurt this Yankees team. But if I had to pick one guy between the two of them to keep on this roster and it's because of money, I'd rather keep Batances than Chapman, in my opinion. I, I think what's going to happen is he's going to opt out. It's going to be exactly like what CC did. It's going to be like how um, Kershaw did with the Dodgers. They'll just tack on another year on his contract. I don't think it's going to mm-hmm. be... They're going to give him like a new seven-year, you know, $120 million. It's not going to be like that. He'll get like an extra year. That's going to be – that's basically what he'll get. He'll get another year, like 17 or $18 million, whatever he's making, and then mm-hmm. done. I think – Yeah, I'll be okay with that. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. And I think that's what's going to be for Strasburg too when he opts out. It's, it's going to be similar. What do you think, Finn? I feel I think Chapman is great. I mean, Chapman won. What do you win? The AL reliever of the yeah. year. Yeah, right? him and Hater, the two relievers yeah. who blew it for their team. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I feel I definitely feel like they got. I think they have to resign him too. I mean, like you said though, they do have a bunch of like closers on this team, but none of them compare to Chapman. I feel like he's great. He's the best closer in the league, obviously. So like, I feel like they got to keep him. And although like he. He did blow it, like the playoff game, but I don't know. I feel like it doesn't really like show. I mean, Mo did the same thing in two thousand one, so mm-hmm. doesn't really. I I don't know. I think they should keep I, him. I, I, I feel agree. Like they, they should definitely keep him because they they're gonna need him. But yeah. I think it's just gonna. He'll opt out and say like you know, all right, just tack on another year to my my deal, and that's basically what it's gonna be. 
Yeah, I'm 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 so for keeping him. It's just that if he was looking to get you know a, a long term ex- uh, deal with a ton of money, that was the only way I wasn't gonna want well, him back. But I'd I'd love to have him back. He still has me wrong. If he didn't opt, if he doesn't opt out, I think he has like two years at like whatever it is per year. You know, it's it's two years. So you mm-hmm. figure he'll probably get like an, a third year option, like tacked on. Right, yeah, then I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think that's what it's gonna be. I mean, who knows? But that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But you got to yeah, also I, think about, because um, you didn't mention him, Austin Romine's a free agent, too. Oh, that's right. Totally forgot about him. You I, think, would keep, I would keep him from the Yankees because, you, you know, I would Sanchez is going down somewhere somehow with that groin that's always acting <laughs> up on him. Yeah, no, I agree. You got to keep Austin Romine. But do you think that there's going to be a team out there that would that's willing to sign him as the starter that would take him away from the Yankees? Um, maybe the Rays because Darno is a, a free agent too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't That's know, true. I don't know if people really look at him as a like an everyday starter. So he's more like a backup. That's really what he is. Like he he fills his yeah. role perfectly. Yeah, he's good. He's good both ways. Like he's not going to hurt you with the bat, and he's better than Sanchez defensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good good backup too. Yeah, no, he he's perfect for the Yankees. I I think. They would probably give him two years, maybe like eight or nine million. Done. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be easy. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah I'd, I'd agree. I'd keep him. You know, you definitely need him. I agree with you though about Sanchez. You know, it's inevitable for him to go down at some point throughout the course <laughs> of the season. Yep. But uh, yeah, so I think we're all in agreement with uh, Austin Romine. Um, you know, now let's talk about some of the free agents that the Yankees <laughs> could go out and sign. Um, for me personally, I don't think they have to worry about anyone on the offensive end, you know, bringing in anybody new, really. I think their team, like I've, like I've been saying this whole episode, you know, their offense isn't really the problem. I think they need to focus more on the starting pitching. Um, but, you know, if the Yankees want to get, an, you know, go out and sign a utility guy, that, I'm perfectly okay with that. Maybe find another DJ LeMahieu. You know, that, that could always help. A guy that hits for average and hit, could hit with runners in scoring position. I'd be all for it. But I think the Yankees have to spend most of their uh, their focus on starting pitching. And for me personally, there's three pitchers that I think the Yankees should try to target. Um, that's Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg if he opts out, and then Zach Wheeler. Curious to hear what your thoughts are. All right. I'm going to tell you, Garrett Cole is no lock because, it, I don't know, the Yankees seem, unless they're just playing, playing possum, they seem like they don't really want him. Mm-hmm. Um, which could be, you know, like I said, they're just waiting in the in the weeds type of deal. Strasburg, I cannot see him not leaving. I I see him opting out, but like it's gonna be the same thing with like Chapman and the same thing with CC and with Kershaw. They're gonna tack on maybe a year or two the Nationals to his deal, and I think they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna unless they they sign Rendon and then let Strasburg work walk. Mm-hmm. Then, that's that's true. You know that he's gonna he's gonna demand a three hundred million dollar contract. Well, Rendon, I think he's gonna want to get more than um, oh man, what's the guy on the Rockies who got the extension, the third baseman, Arenado? Yeah, he, Arenado. he got like two hundred and sixty. Rendon's gonna probably want more than that. Mm-hmm. And so, then you also have to remember, a couple years down the line too, they're gonna have to pay Soto. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's still a while though. That, yeah, that, uh, right, but um. I think if they sign Rendon, then I think we have a, a shot at getting Strasburg because if he opts out. But he might want to – like he's from Southern Cal. So, you know, I was reading a lot like 
the Dodgers, the Angels, and the Padres are, would all be willing to like maybe go for him. Um, Zach Wheeler, I, eh, he doesn't do it for me, man. I would, I would sign Bumgarner if I ever signed Zach Wheeler. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Finn? Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. The whole thing, like starting with like Wheeler, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of Wheeler. And like what you said, I would rather sign Bumgarner than Wheeler. To be honest, I, I've never really liked him. I thought he was good his rookie year before he got hurt, but I just was never a fan. Um, out of the three guys, I think a favorite for me is Cole, just because of how how good he is, and like I feel like he would fit well with the Yankees and actually help them and lead them to winning a World Series. And Strasburg, I feel like the Nationals would just be stupid not to re-sign him. I just feel like because I mean he won MVP and. He did really, really good this World Series, so I feel like I, I don't see him leaving. But like you said, unless they do re-sign Rendon, then that's the only way that we have a chance of getting Strasburg. But I think out of all the three guys, my favorite has to be Cole. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like they gotta do whatever they can to get him out of those three guys. What about Ryu? Because he's a free agent, also. But I mean, I don't think he's gonna come to the Yankees. But he is yeah, a free agent. I- I like Ryu. It's just, you know, he kind of exploded in the second half of the year. His final, I think it was like final nine starts, something like that. I think he had like an eight or nine ERA. Mm-hmm. Got I mean, yeah, I mean, he definitely had a great year overall. He was an NL Cy Young candidate for the most part of the season. But, you know, that last stretch, the last, you know, couple months of the season really scared me off of Ryu for a, a little bit. And plus two, I'm pretty sure um, Ryu is, he's 33. So he's not exactly, you know, right. A young guy. He's definitely the oldest one out of all the pitchers we've spoke about so far between Wheeler, Strasburg, and Cole. Obviously, Bumgarner's um, – well, yeah, he's, he's even older than Bumgarner. Bumgarner's yeah. only 30 years old. Yeah, he'll, or Bumgarner will be 30. So you, you wouldn't – if they miss on Cole, Strasburg stays, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go after Bumgarner? Um, I, I like Bumgarner. It's just if he's going to demand a lot of money, I, I'd probably stay away. Like if he – because – if he's gonna let me let me see, I'm gonna pull up his stats right now. I mean, he's definitely a great, great pitcher. He had a three nine ERA last year. He's a career three thirteen ERA. Um, but you know, last season scared me a little bit. You know, he gave up. Um, where is it? He gave up thirty home runs last year, the most in his entire career. And yeah, you could say it might be the juice balls and all this and that. But he'll be if the Yankees do sign up, he'll be playing most of his games in Yankee Stadium. And Yankee Stadium's a, a you know a friendly a hitter friendly park. Mm-hmm. And you know he'll be playing games in Fenway, another hitter friendly park as well. So um, I wouldn't mind Bumgarner. It's just if he's gonna want a ton, a ton of money, almost like where you know maybe like trying to make money on a on a Strasburg level or a Cole level. I don't think he'll demand all that. But all if right. he's looking for anywhere anything close to that, then I, I don't. I don't think so. No, but I'd probably I think... go more so on, on like the on like Cole or uh, Strasburg okay. if they're available. So if say if the Yankees missed on Cole and Strasburg, and and you could get Bumgarner for like, um, Patrick Corbin money, would you do it? Uh, dude, he's better than Patrick Corbin. I'm sorry, and he's yeah. During the year, all right. During the year, I'd look at him as Tanaka. Like during the year, he's gonna he's not gonna be he's not gonna win the Cy Young award. It's gonna be what happens in October because October he becomes a beast. Proven. Mm-hmm. I don't and. And he, he could be with the Yankees next year and get bombed in the, in the postseason. You don't know. But as far as, like, he's just so – he becomes a different player in October. And that, I think if the Yankees were to get him, 
that's what they would be focused on. Like during the year, all right, just whatever. Stay healthy. He'll, he'll have a four ERA. Okay, who cares? Stay healthy. And then once October comes, boom, he could become that guy for us. Yeah, you know, that's a good yeah, point. That is true. Yeah, that's a good point. I think I'd, I think I'd do it for like a Patrick, Cor- Patrick Corbin-level money if they were to miss out on Cole and Strasburg. They might. Now, now going back to Ryu quick, would you – if they miss out on Corbin and not Corbin, if they miss out on Cole and Strasburg, would you look to acquire Ryu and possibly Bumgarner if the money's right, or would you just do one or the other? Because they're both lefties. You already have a lefty in Paxton, and you know maybe having Ryu. You know, like I, I mean, I already said before that I'm not. A, I would probably stay away from because he's he's older. But maybe having Tanaka there. You know, they're both. Um, you know, they both came over to the to Major League Baseball almost like the same way. You think that'll help him in any way, being with Tanaka? The way that when Tanaka was with, uh, what was his name, Kuroda, I think, uh-huh. a couple years back? You think that'll help him? I, I don't know. I don't know if the Yankees are going to really go for him. Um, I think if they I, – I do think I, – I don't know. I don't know what to think with them, with like what they're thinking with the pitching. But um, unless they just – Come out of the out of the woodwork and just say, "Okay, Cole, his you know three hundred million." <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but Ryu, I I don't like the chances of him coming to the Yankees. I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to tell, but I think like with what you said about um, picking Ryu and Bumgarner, I feel like me personally, I think the more pitching, the better. So I I would take both of them if there was a chance. I, I don't. I mean, one or the other would be fine, but I think both of them too. I would take the more the better. Mm-hmm. If you think about, say, if they got just Cole, so then next year you would have your number one Cole, Tanaka, Paxton, Severino, and German, and Montgomery. Don't and forget Montgomery. about him. Yeah, and, and he's a lefty too. Yeah, and because German will be back because uh, you know whatever he's going to get, whatever he's going to get. Well, this is yeah. Well, it depends. Itself. It depends like what exactly happened. Though we still right. don't know right. all the, the specifics, but. But remember, that's how we got Chapman because he, you know, like fired a gun at his wife or whatever, you know, whatever he did, and he <laughs> got him. So it's it's gonna blow over, you know. Nobody's gonna remember. I mean, they'll remember, but nobody's gonna care because they're gonna be like, all right, we're gonna need this guy because they could have they could have used him in in you know two weeks ago in the postseason. Yeah. Exactly. So that, um, I mean, if they got cold, that be, that's a pretty damn good rotation. Yeah, absolutely. I agree yeah. 100%. I think, I think it's safe to say that their number one priority has to be acquiring Garrett Cole. And if that doesn't work out and Strasburg opts out and is interested in coming to the, to the Yankees, then I think then is when you start looking at, all right, we missed out on Cole. Let's, let's focus on, on Steven Strasburg. And then if that doesn't work, then I think you start getting into the, into the territory of, all right, let's look at Madison Bumgarner. And for me, let's look at Zach Wheeler. Um, and I, we all don't we all agree on on staying away from Ryu, but they might look into that as well. Um, but you know, I I, I want to talk about Zach Wheeler for a minute because yeah, he was with the Mets. Yeah, you know, like his his career with the Mets hasn't really been great. Um, but this la- past season, he pitched 195 um, innings. He had a 3.96 ERA, and if you look at his FIP, which is his fielding independent pitching, you know, he had a 3.48. So it it was a little bit better. Um, you know, than his actual, his, his actual ERA. But, you know, I think Zach Wheeler in a better situation could be a really good pitcher. And if it comes down between, you know, a couple of millions, maybe like one or two million, and, and that's the difference between him going to Houston, for example, or him coming to the Yankees, 
I think the Yankees have to make the move and just and sign him because we all know that every single pitcher that goes to Houston becomes a Cy Young candidate. Mm-hmm. So Zach Wheeler has the potential to be a really good pitcher. So why would the Yankees, if it's a, if it's a matter of maybe like one to two million, why would the Yankees rather let him go to Houston where he, they could ultimately use him against us rather than just take him on under you know on, as their own, have him work with their new starting uh, with their new pitching coach, whoever that may be, and see what happens from there. That's just me. Who? And if the Yankees, what was that? No, I was gonna say, well, what kind of what kind of numbers are you talking about for that you would give Zach Wheeler? Um. Well, you think he's going to be looking for like a super long term deal, like seven years? You think he's going to be looking no. for something like that? No, but I think you're going to be looking at at least four, four or five, five years, a hundred plus million. Yeah. Uh, if they don't get Cole and they don't get Corbin, not Corbin. If they don't get Cole or Strasburg, then I would probably see what they can do I, if, with 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 Wheeler because if they do miss out on both those two guys, I don't think bringing in just Wheeler would be enough to, to get this Yankees team over the hump. If they if it comes down to missing out on the top two, then I think that they should try to acquire Wheeler and Bumgarner. So I really just matter. It really just depends on how much they're willing to spend. You, I, know, I'm, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't think they're going to go for both of those guys and give each one of them $150 million each. I don't mm-hmm. see that happening. I, I don't know. I disagree. I, if, I, if it comes down to Bumgarner or, or Wheeler, it's not even a, it's not even a debate for me. So, mm-hmm. And you know which way I would go. So yeah, what do you if, think, it, if they had to pick one, if they had to pick one, I, I I will I will I agree with you. If I had to pick one between Wheeler and Bumgarner, I'd go for Bumgarner. But if there's a way to get them both, then I try to get them both. But I think the top two, I think they have to try to get Cole uh, Corbin. I keep saying Corbin. They have to try to get Cole or Strasburg. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind if they spend you know all this money and and bring in both. Cole and Strasburg. It's probably highly unlikely that that happens, but I wouldn't mind for them spending all that money and bringing it Yeah, because it's not pictures. your money. You got to think about that. Like, they they still want to stay under that luxury tax. Gonna, they're going to be giving, like, the Royals and, and the Rays and the, and the, the Orioles. They're going to be giving them money. That's why they, they don't want to keep doing that because they're making mm-hmm. those teams better. That's what happens. Look at the Astros. Before they, they were good, they lost 110 games every year for, like, Three years in a row. Yeah. And they kept getting money, getting money, getting money, and then they built up the team. And that's what happens. And that's why the, the Yankees are tired of doing that, which I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, all right, we're going to give this guy, you know, $35 million a year. But then if you add on to the luxury tax, now we're really paying a guy like 45 or $50 million a year because they're paying extra money into that luxury tax. And that's how they're thinking of that. And I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to keep giving my competitor – Money so that they can use it to beat me in the playoffs. It, it yeah, you're right. Sense. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, but that would be fantastic, though. Like signing Cole and Strasburg. <laughs> yeah, they might as well, right? Get him, get him, get <laughs> Kershaw. Who else? You get all of them. <laughs> What's the difference? No, but you're get right, though. Verlander. I, I, I see what you're saying. Well, they could have had him. But I see what you're saying, though, about the luxury taxing. It, it does make sense. But so let let's how about this? Let let's kind of we'll each go. We'll, we'll say who they should target in order, and let's just let's just assume that they could only acquire one of the four pitchers that we've been talking about, mm-hmm. and we'll, let's rank them in in terms of who we would rather who we would rather have in rank. So for me, I think it goes like this. I think it goes Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg. I'm gonna agree with you, Tony. I'm gonna go Madison Bumgarner, and then Zach Wheeler would be like your fourth option. I would go. Man, I don't know. I would probably. I'd probably do the same thing as you. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think, yeah, I would probably do this. I, I, you know what? I don't know. I think I would do Cole. For some reason, I'd rather just do Bumgarner as opposed to Strasburg because Strasburg's always hurt. This is the only year he was really, and I mean, Bumgarner gets hurt too, but I don't know. I, mm-hmm. And Wheeler, I wouldn't even, I, I can't even consider Wheeler. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. I don't know. For, for me, I feel, I, I like Cole, but I, I feel like being like with the Yankees, I feel with everything that's happened with like pitching, like not really having much luck signing a starting pitcher, I feel like Cole is going to be going down to California. So I I think my number one has to be Strasburg because, I mean, I've always liked Strasburg. I've always thought he was great. And then looking at his postseason numbers this year, like he was fantastic. So I'm going to have to go with probably Strasburg as number one and then Cole number two and then – um. I, I like Bumgarner just because uh, the Yankees are, are they're probably going to be in the postseason again just because of how well they've been playing. And so, like I, like you said, Uncle Tony, Bumgarner is a different breed in the postseason. Yeah. So, I feel like having him, like his presence in the postseason and throwing him is going to be, I think that's going to be huge. And then my last guy, like I'm not a, a big fan of Wheeler, but I'm going to have to go Wheeler just because – like, you never know how these guys are going to pitch when they come to the Yankees also. I know they're not like the Astros, like how you said, Mark. They go to the Astros and they're a Cy Young candidate. But this guy, he who knows? He could come to the Yankees and he could be great. So, like, he's going to be my last pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, now, I want to read you a little excerpt from Hal Steinberg. I don't know where this quote was, where like where he was when he said this or when exactly this was said. But this is what Hal said. Um, I guess they were talking about next season. So, quote, if the 2020 season was to start tomorrow, I would feel considerably more confident than I did a year ago at this time. We will have both Severino and Montgomery back. We now know that Herman can pitch effectively at this level. And we know Paxson can be the guy that we were hoping for when we made the trade. We have Tanaka, Hap, Luizaga, and perhaps uh, Garcia at some point. A very good rotation, end quote. You know, does that not scare you guys at all when he comes out and says stuff like this? Now, for me personally, you know, he might be saying this because, you know, he has to or or whatnot. But what I get from this is I I think our team is good enough. Our pitching was fine in the postseason. It was our hitting that 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 didn't show up when it mattered. So we're not going to go out of our way to acquire starting pitching this this offseason. We're not going to go out there and throw max money at a guy. That's what I get out of this. Yeah, that definitely scares me. I'm not scared by it. I'm, I, I, I think it goes back to, like, you got to remember, he's still running a business. And if, he, if they keep going – look at the Red Sox. Dude, the Red Sox are dying to shed salary because they, the owner told the new guy, the, the, the new GM that they got from the Rays, cut payroll. He wants to cut payroll because they have all these bad contracts. They have the, and all starters too. Huh? All starting pitching yeah. contracts. You got the sale contract. Mm-hmm. The pr- do you think that they wouldn't give their right arm to get out of that sale, uh, out of the price contract? Mm-hmm. The, their payroll was like $240 million plus God knows whatever else they were paying in luxury tax bill. Yep. And, they of- also, and they also have Evaldi on that massive contract yeah. too. But why would – like that, would, that was just a stupid move though. They, mm-hmm. they gave him that money because of what he did in the postseason right. the year prior. Right. He won the World – he helped them win the World Series basically. Yeah. But um, I, it, it doesn't scare me because I think that – He's Severino. I'm not. I'm not big on Severino. I don't know why he's considered our ace. He's not. You know, 
for for him, a quality start is four innings and, and giving up, you know, three runs. That's that's like the new quality start for him, which I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And um, but I think he there's truth to what he was saying, but I also think he he might like I'm saying they might just be this might be their poker face, and then you know when when everything comes out, and they're like, all right, boom, we're gonna get this guy. I mean, if they want the guy, they're gonna get him. Yeah, they can't be out. They I, they could be outbid, but if they like remember CC, it was like the minute. Free agency started. Okay, boom. Here's our, our beginning offer. And it was just like, it was just basically telling everybody, don't even bother because we're getting him. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I thought the same thing you did, Mark, when you were reading it to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, right when I, when you were reading that, I was like, great, this guy thinks that a team's good enough and we're not going to go after any pitcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it, I don't know, did you guys see the, uh, the uh, Brian Cashman press conference when Murdy Sweeney was like <clears throat> pressing him with the questions, yep. like, "Oh, you passed up on all these pitchers," and Cashman was getting pretty pissed off about it. Noticeably yeah, it pissed great. off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully Cashman's tired of people doubting him, and I really hope, I really, really hope that he goes out and shuts up all the haters. You know, I'm I'm included in that category of haters as well. Um, <laughs> but but we'll see. I mean, you know, like like Vin, you were saying that you think Garrett Cole's going to go out, and I think Okatone, I think you said this too, that he might go out to L.A. or or to California. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talks that in the past couple you know weeks of Garrett Cole going to the Angels, and you know that doesn't surprise me either. And if that is the case, then I think you know the Yankees have to kind of, you know, they have to kind of pivot here and start looking at the other options. So I think it, I think the worst thing that the Yankees could do is do absolutely nothing when it comes to starting pitching this offseason. Yeah. I think they definitely have to address it in, in some, you know, some shape or form. You know, just because they don't, they don't go out and get the Cole or the, the Strasburg, then they have to pivot and really look at the, the B-level guys, and that will include Bumgarner, Wheeler, Ryu, if they even want to bother, or anybody else. But I think if they don't address it at all, I think that will be the, the, one of the biggest disappointments heading into 2020. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I, I would say, I would agree. I, I think they have to get. They need an ace. It would be absolutely. Would, yeah, they they need like a Degrom, and they don't have one. Yep, and you know I agree a hundred percent with you. Um, just real quick, you know, there's one relief pitcher that I actually thought the Yankees should go out and look, especially if they if they lose Chapman or and or Betances, and it's Will Smith from the San Francisco Giants. You know, he's a left-handed pitcher. He had 34 saves in them last year, and we all know how the Yankees love their closers. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 34 saves, a 2.76 ERA, 96 strikeouts, and 65.1 innings pitched, and with a 2.2 war. Um, so I'm just curious to see if you guys – I don't know if you guys really know too much about him, um, but I think if they were to lose Betances and or Chapman, I think that he would be a good replacement for the Yankees in their, in their bulk. I'm not saying to be the closer, but maybe be, you know, like that sixth, seventh, eighth inning guy. Because I think Britain, if they lose Chapman, I think Britain has to close. Yeah, I I don't think they're gonna let Chapman just walk away. I I, I don't see it happening. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I think they're probably gonna give Chapman. You know, what he has. I don't think I don't see them letting him walk either. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. But like what you said about Will Smith, like I would I would be totally fine. I saw him pitch, and like I I know he's good. So if they need if they get rid of one of the relief pitchers. I'll be totally fine with him going after him because I feel like he's good. He could definitely help, but I feel like their main focus has to be just starting pitching. I feel like they have enough relief. Like even you saw, like in the postseason, like Lazayka or whatever, and then um, who else? Even like Chad Green, all these other guys—they're all great. And like I don't really think they need to go after another relief pitcher. Yeah, absolutely. I, no, I agree with you. I was just kind of just throwing that out there. If they were to lose out, if they lose two arms, yeah. and that's all. But no, I agree with you one hundred percent. 
that uh, their, their focus has to be starting pitching. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be so pissed off if the Yankees <laughs> don't address starting pitching, but then also, but all of a sudden acquire like two more bats. And their reasoning is, oh, like these guys hit for power and all this. I'm going to be so furious with the Yankees if, they, if that's what they do again. Like when they traded, they don't make a trade for starting pitching, but what do they bring in? Another 40-year-old DH who hits home runs. Like that's not the answer. He played like crap in the ALCS. You know, if I'm, I'm just saying this. I'm throwing. I know it's not going to happen because the, the odds of it happening are going to be like extremely small. But if I'm Cashman, very, very, very quietly, I would make it known to teams that hey, I, I'd be willing to move um, Stanton if, you know, obviously he would have to agree to it first of all, which he probably won't. But I would be totally like, what can I, you know, see what's out there? Yeah, I would, I would totally do that. And when spring training starts, whatever it is, February 14th, whatever the day is, that day I'm calling up Ellsbury. How you feeling, man? (laughs) If he says I can't play, I'm cutting him. It's not even, it wouldn't even be a debate because he makes 22 million. He's got one year left. They cut A-Rod with a year and a half left on his deal. Plus, now, that $22 million, yes, you're still paying it to him, but it doesn't count towards your luxury tax bill, which means they can reinvest that money, that $22 million that they're paying this guy to sit in his pool in Arizona every year. <laughs> they can reinvest that money in, like, a Garrett Cole or whatever you want to do as far as pitching or whatever you want to do. I'm telling you, 12.01 a.m., February 14th. How are you, man? How you feeling? I can't play. Okay, bye. It wouldn't even be a debate. It wouldn't even be a debate. I would cut him in a heartbeat. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. He's been, he, he's been useless for the Yankees ever yeah. since they got him. It was a reactionary signing due to losing Cano. Exactly. And, I'm telling you, 12-1, I'd be on the phone. How you feeling, oh, yeah. man? Well, you know, the hip is still, all right, no problem. And then the next day I call him back, hey, by the way, you're cut. Bye. Click. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I forgot Ellsbury and, and was Greg still Bird in too, charge. Like, hey, how you feeling? Well, well, Greg Bird, I would bring in because there's no risk with him. He does not pay money. He's not getting paid money. Yeah, Ellsbury's making twenty two million. That's a lot of money that they can use to reinvest for the team. And I think Bird's playing in the uh, in the fall league. Yeah, he's playing in the in the winter ball, like in the Caribbean or something like that. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll yeah. find another injury. <laughs> But no, I, I agree with you though. They have to they have to cut Ellsbury if he can't play, and it, even if he could play, let him go. They don't really need him. I mean, no. Well, I would bring him in if he's healthy in spring training. See what you have, because for right. that money. But if he can't, I'm, dude, I'm, I would be on such a short leash with him. If he, the minute I can't play, goodbye, done. Mm-hmm. And the whole stand thing too. You know, I, I agree with that too. Just kind of. Keep it on the down low. Don't make it known to the public, but kind of just see what – just shop him around, see what you can get for him. And if you can get, you know, a lot of – a really good package back, then so be yeah, it. And, you no, know, you're not going to get – but that's the problem. The first problem is he has a no trade. So he could just be like – if Brian goes to him and says, listen, if I can move you – no. He could just say no, and that's it. The end of story. Just the same way where he stood up to Jeter. He was like, this isn't going down the way you want it to, brother. It's going yeah. down the way I say it's going to go down. Because that's the that's what he has in his contract, and good for him. But if he is willing to get moved, if you know, but and then if you do move him, you're gonna have to eat a lot of that contract, and you're not getting a lot back because he didn't play all year. So yeah, that's it, true. It, the Yankees are gonna lose on this deal, but I, I would, I, I just don't. 
think he's cut out for here. I would be very quietly. I would try and move him if I could. That's fair. Any any final thoughts for you, Vin? I I agree too. I feel I love Stanton. I I think he's great. But I mean, watching him play, like being injured all season, and watching him in the postseason, like. I mean, he hit that one home run in Houston, but still, like, he, he didn't really show up, and then he was hurt again. But I agree with, you know, trying to see what you can get for him. I Like, if they could get, like, you know, if they could go after, like, even, like, pitching for him or anyone, like like you said, I don't think they need any hitting, but if they could get pitching for him, I would com- be completely fine letting him go. I don't really think they need another and, guy And to like be honest him. with you, I think if, you know, you know his, his game gets compared to Judge, Judge gets compared to him a lot. Now, when healthy, when they're both healthy, I think Judge is the better overall baseball player. He's a better glove. Yes. He's a, he hits for, I mean, he, Judge is not a 300 hitter, but Judge could do more than just hit the home run. And I feel like Stanton, he's strictly home run or nothing. Right. And, you know, people say, oh, well, he's not a left fielder. He's a right fielder. At the same time, you're a major league baseball player, major league outfield. It's not like they're moving him from uh, like like right field to play center field. You're, going, you're getting moved from right to left. And, yeah, there might be some differences, but you would think that, you know, someone of his caliber of a player would be able to play left field and not be a quote-unquote defensive liability. Right. You know, where he has to come out in a – Yeah, absolutely. Judge, judge, definitely, judge made some great plays in the, in the you know, in this ALCS. Yeah, and, you know, the one yeah. thing that was pissing me off the most about Stanton when it came to the, to the, to the playoffs was that, you know, whether he was healthy or not, he only played until the sixth inning, got two at-bats, and then he sat down and sat in his sweatshirt for the last four innings of baseball, or the last three innings of a baseball game. Like that, like you're getting paid $27 million, and you can't even play nine innings of a playoff game because you're a quote-unquote defensive liability, and they can't even put him at DH because they had a 40-year-old who was a black hole at the DH. <laughs> black hole. I love the black hole reference. But, dude, I told you, I told you when they got him, this is what he is. He's a 260 hitter. He strikes out a lot. He's just home run or nothing, and that's it. And mm-hmm. I told you, he's going to make – and give him credit. The first year, he, he didn't go on the DL. But he made up for it this year. So, in two years he's been here, he only really played one year of, yep. of, of you know, the contract. Yep. Thanks. Well, I think it's uh, safe to say that we all agree that the Yankees need to focus on starting pitching this offseason. It's going to be interesting to see what Brian Cashman does. And hopefully, you know, from that quote from Hal Steinbrenner, hopefully they uh, – they don't. They don't. They don't scare a lot of people because you know. So far, with that quote, it's not looking promising for this off season when it comes to starting pitching. But hopefully, they prove us wrong. Hopefully, Cashman can prove all the haters wrong. Um, just wanted to give a little shout out. Thanks to my uncle Tony, my cousin Vinny, for jumping on the pod for this episode. Um, right. Hopefully, we could do more moving forward. Thanks for having some more Yankees once you know yeah. the hot stove gets uh, becomes a little bit more hot, heats up a little yeah. bit. Maybe we'll do one. Uh... By, by spring training, see how they're, how they're looking. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, the, uh, they made some good moves. That was very for MVP award, you know, the, uh, <laughs> a lock. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, this has been episode 24 of Eminent Sports Talk Podcast. Have a good one, everyone.